there's still that door that is not closed anymore. And every now and then I pass by it and I'm like, fuck, I need to go in there, man. I need to go in there. It's calling for me. Like it's, I got to go in there. And I think all of us are experiencing that. Like we, we see it now. Like the door has just been like closed and covered up for all this time. And finally it's like wide open and just staring us in the face. Like, I dare you not to come in here now. Hey friends, welcome back to another episode of The Perfect Podcast. I'm your host, Lauren, and I have no idea what I'm doing, but no one really does. So let's talk about it. I am a published author, blogger, and podcast host, and my content explores the intersection of mental health and social media use. And who better to ask about that than the people who need to be online? Every Friday, I speak to influential content creators like authors, entrepreneurs, influencers, bloggers, actresses, coaches, podcasters, and I ask them how they manage a healthy relationship with social media. How do they balance showing up here and doing their work while maintaining a healthy mental state? The Perfect Podcast is a filter-free zone, so we get into all of it. We find out all about the parts of our guest lives that don't make it online. And by the end of it, it feels like you just made a new best friend. We have so much to learn from each other, and my goal for this show is to prove to you that you are not alone. Here's what happens when people stop using filters and start getting real. Let's do it. Hey, cool cats and kittens. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Oh, fuck. I'm sorry. I had to. What the fuck is happening? Um, okay, so here we are. Um, perfect podcast. I'm your host, Lauren. If you're new here, I promise I'm not usually this unhinged, but you know, it is what it is. Um, this episode is coming out late. It was supposed to come out on Friday, and right now it is Saturday, and I'm recording it. So Hopefully it'll be out today or tomorrow for you to listen to it. Um, But yeah, I didn't have time to like work on the podcast this week. I also didn't make time. I didn't feel like doing it. It was a weird week. It was a tough week. And I kind of just let myself feel that and and move through it the way I needed to. (sighs) So yeah, I have a bunch of really amazing pre-recorded episodes set to go live for this season, but um, I just don't feel, I just don't feel right about sharing them right now. Um, that might change maybe next week, but this week I just didn't feel good about sharing the, the episodes that I have um, because, so the, the last two episodes I put out, um, they just seemed more relevant. Like they seemed to fit with what was going on. Um, Dr. Doreen Dodgen McGee was sharing with us, you know, about how to cope with, with boredom, how to, um, balance, you know, screen time with your family and and do other things and create other experiences, embodied experiences and the, the mental and physical benefits of all of that. And that just seemed so relevant, um, with all of us being kind of stuck home with our families and so many screens available to kind of just take advantage of. 
So I thought that was a really valuable conversation to listen to right now. Um, And then the episode the following week was with Lori Beth Aldridge, and um, she has a lot of experience homeschooling, which I thought would be really valuable for all of us who are suddenly homeschool teachers (laughs) to our kids. And, um, and like the perspective she was able to, to give us around that. And she also shared a very vulnerable story about um, a sudden trauma that her family experienced and how she adjusted life on the other side of that. And I felt that was super, super relevant as well, given the circumstances that we're in. So I felt very confident sharing those episodes with you, knowing that you'd be able to, um, gain something from them and and use the information in real time. But the episodes that I have left to share, um, I mean, they're incredible. The people that I'm, that I spoke to are just amazing, but I don't know if you guys will be able to use the insights like right now. Right. So like I have a a really successful self-made entrepreneur who started her own business and teaches other people how to do it and sustain their own business oops, and how to create their own business. And I don't know if we're kind of in the place to receive that sort of information and do something with it. Um, I have another really, really cool lady who um, who's a mom and, you know, felt very overwhelmed and began decluttering her life and decluttering her mind. And um, kind of before all the like, Marie Kondo stuff was going on and she's built a community around that and teaching, teaching women how to do that with their families and with their lives. And I just, I don't know, I don't want to share these conversations and, and you all to listen to them and feel like, like, what can I do with that information? Like I can't use it. Um, but maybe you can, maybe those, maybe this is the time if you want to do those things because you have the time to receive that information and use it. I'm not sure. Um, I really tried to like sit with it and figure out what the answer was. And I couldn't come up with it myself because I didn't know how I was feeling this past week has been such a shit show. So maybe you can give me some insight into how you're all feeling. What kind of episode do you want to hear, um, for the next few weeks? But otherwise, yeah, I might just do some more soul searching and find the answer myself before next Friday. Um, but today's episode is going to be this, <laughs> it's going to be me processing what the fuck is going on. Um, <laughs> man, I don't even know where to start with that work. Um, this past week was rough for me. If you follow me on Instagram, I'm sure you saw the progressing downward spiral of my mental state through my Instagram stories. Um, but it was rough. So it was my third week straight, third week, right? Yeah. My third week home with all three kids and, um, my first week doing virtual school with them. And it hit me like a ton of bricks. It was, it was harder than I was expecting. Um, Like it's all on the computer and they have to spend so much time staring at the screen. And then when they're done with school, they want to like play video games on the screen and do fun things on the screen. And I have to like create boundaries around that and they get all pissy and, and the, the younger one, he's seven, you know, he needed assistance 
the entire time. Like he can't just like use the virtual school and know what to do and know how to type and spell. Like he needed me the whole time. And, you know, the two-year-old also is running around and luckily the fifth grader is able to like manage his own work and stuff. But yeah, it was, it was a lot. It was a lot. And then, you know, so the first half of the day I'm playing teacher, the second half of the day I'm playing like camp counselor to kind of like keep them away from their screens and like take them outside and go in the pool and like do projects and just keep them occupied. And then after all that's done, we're like, you know, they're put in front of a TV so I can get some cooking done so we can all eat a meal together. And it's just nonstop, like no breaks. Um, so yeah, it's, it's been it's taken a toll on me, I guess. (laughs) Um, but yeah, that's just like personal stuff. But in regards to like the whole thing in general, um, I was talking to my husband about it last night and I kind of shared with him this like metaphor that came to me and he was like, you should share that on your podcast. Are you going to talk about it with your podcast? And I was like, no, I don't know, but I guess I am because I'm talking about it right now. So here we go. Um, (laughs) so he was he was commenting on the whole idea that like mother earth is basically putting us in a timeout right and um and that like america specifically isn't really behaving as good as like the other countries and we're going to be stuck here longer than they are because we focused on the wrong things and we were focusing too strongly on like saving the economy and instead of like flattening the curve and and mitigating and all of that. So other countries are getting out of it sooner than we're probably going to. And I had this metaphor vision, like whatever in my head, basically that mother earth did put us in a timeout. Like the whole world got put in timeout, every country, every person, and some countries handled it well. And they took the consequence. They know they deserved it. And they did what they needed to do to get out of it. And other countries like ours were the rebellious kid. And they were like, you know what? I'm just going to sneak out the window and try and, you know, get out of this and not have to deal with the consequences. And we got caught and we got a punishment twice as hard. And we're going to be stuck in our room even longer because we tried to sneak out. And that's how I feel like it's been going for us. So we're that shitty kid that feels like they're above the the law and they can do whatever the fuck they want. And we're going to be grounded for even longer. So, yeah, <laughs> that's a shitty thing. But, hmm, yeah. So those are like the crappy parts, I guess. But obviously, like there's good and bad. I wrote this in like an Instagram post. Like there's like letting myself feel the good and bad at the same time, except the good and bad at the same time has been a lesson for me that I keep trying to like come back to. So, you know, I can feel and know how shitty it is while also feeling and knowing how grateful and lucky I am like simultaneously at the same time. Um, that's like a weird thing that I never really did before or paid attention to before that both can happen at once. So that's a learning, I guess. And then another learning I feel that has come up that I've been trying to like put into words is like the future isn't any more uncertain than it's always been. 
Like that's like a, a download that just keeps coming in, coming in, coming in. And, you know, we've all just kind of collectively agreed to pretend that that's not real and that we have control over the future and that we have control over how things go. And if we like follow all the steps and we do all the right things and we're like, you know, following the systems that are put in place that we're going to be fine and everything's going to be fine and nothing's going to happen and nothing's going to disrupt our way of life. But, um, yeah, it, it, it's all, it's also just as impermanent as everything else in life. You know, that's one of the tenets of Buddhism that like the only guarantee in life basically is that things change or things end. And, that's, I think, what's coming through the most for me right now is that we're all just kind of being forced to confront that truth and accept it because um, we've spent so long ignoring it and denying it um, and thinking we it, it didn't apply to us, um, but it applies to everyone and everything all the time for the rest of eternity. Um, things and things change, things evolve. And we're going through that, that process right now. And I don't know the best way to cope with it. Um, that's something that's coming up for me. I don't know if other people who are stuck home with their significant others or just, you know, with stuck with anybody, any family members, any relatives, roommates, whoever, like if you're st home with other people, you know, you're you're suddenly in this like pressure cooker, you know, like you've never trained for this. <laughs> like every relationship you have has involved time away, separation. Um, and suddenly you don't get that and you're being forced to confront a lot of stuff. And one of the things that I see coming up a lot in my own life is that my husband and I um, cope differently with chaos. And, you know, him and I, we're, we both have history with anxiety and, and current experiences with anxiety, um, but they're very different. So I've been like clinically diagnosed with anxiety. I've gone to therapy, therapy for the past 10 years. I've done a lot of like introspective, like laborious work to understand it and to put a microscope over what my coping mechanisms have been and which ones are healthy and which ones are not. And, you know, a lot of like, I'm very aware of my anxiety and how it shows up and, and all of that. Um, it's, it's generalized anxiety disorder. Whereas my husband, um, we think ha we, him and I have discussed this before, but he might have what's called like high functioning anxiety where it like comes up and it manifests in ways that the person doesn't even realize. And the people that interact with them might not understand um, that they come off maybe like short tempered or they're, um, you know, they shy away from certain things or people or they feel judged or insecure. Like those, those are just manifestations of an anxiety that is showing up in a different way than, than mine might. So obviously that leads us both to cope differently with anxiety and with chaos. Um, so my coping mechanism tends to involve disassociation. 
So I try and like disassociate with the scary reality and like um, distract myself with other things. I try and like focus very, very um, microscopically on like my present moment and what I'm doing in that exact moment and just focus right there on like the minor details and just where I am and feeling gratitude for being in that moment. And I try not to like focus too much on what's coming up where my husband, his way of coping is feeling like he can control, like feeling in control of things. So he wants to put a microscope on the future and pick apart all the different parts that he thinks he can control and try and proactively get ahead of all of those obstacles. Um, That, of course, triggers my anxiety because I don't want to think about all the different details of the future. Um, But if he's not doing that, his anxiety is triggered because then he feels out of control. So that's causing us to confront a lot of stuff and like butt heads about how we're handling this. So there's been a lot of like agree to disagree and compassion about understanding that that's just like a coping mechanism and offering support to your partner. Like I know like that might not be important to me, but I know that it's important to you. So I'm going to show up for you, you know, and I'm going to do my best to put my anxiety in check so I can show up for you when you need me to think about the future. And, um, yeah, it's just, it's just all this like extra work, (laughs) um, but it's important work. It's important work that all of us are being forced to do all of a sudden, like all of this, like inner work, this interpersonal work, we're being forced to just become better humans and interact better with each other and articulate ourselves better. And name what's most important to us you know it's it's when you take away the the very scary dark veil of the virus itself you know what's lying underneath that very real very scary thing is almost this like renaissance of the inner world um I listen to Jason Silva a lot and he he does a really good job when he's quoting other um, writers and stuff. Like he can remember their quotes and who said it and, and all of that. I'm not that good at that. Um, but I've heard him discuss this and he's been quoting other people when he says it. But basically, you know, like the – and now I can't even remember it. But there's like how the – the microscope helped us like see the, you know, the tiniest pieces of, of things. And then the telescope helped us see like outer space, right? Like we're needing to look now inward and discover the inner space, like the space that lives within each one of us, like that microscope telescope tool um, needs to be created and, and made available to us. And I think that this is like a part of that um, development. Like this is one of the first steps. Like we're all confronting the fact that that is work that needs to be done. Like there's a need for those tools now to, for all of us to like look inside and figure out what the fuck is going on, what we're doing here, what is the purpose of humans, (laughs) you know, like, why are we here? What are we doing? It's very existential. 
where the whole planet is going through like an existential crisis because we're being like, what else are we going to do? But sit there and think, right? All this thinking that we've been distracting ourselves from, all of this inner world dialogue, chatter, noise, everything that's been going on inside of us, we've muted and dulled out through, you know, constant consumption, constant busyness, constant working. Like we have a million and a half things to distract ourselves from that inner work. We've been procrastinating and now we have nowhere to turn. (laughs) We have nowhere to turn. Like, of course, yeah, you can just like binge watch The Office all day in quarantine. You can, you know, keep yourself busy with hobbies and baking and, and everything else that, you know, I know I've been doing myself. Those are things I've been doing myself. But there's still that door that is not closed anymore. And every now and then I pass by it and I'm like, fuck, I need to go in there, man. I need to go in there. It's calling for me. Like it's, I got to go in there. And I think all of us are experiencing that. Like we, we see it now. Like the door has just been like closed and covered up for all this time. And finally it's like wide open and just staring us in the face. Like, I dare you not to come in here now. You have no fucking reason not to get the fuck in here. And dude, like we, we don't, we don't have any reason not to do that work now. And I, just based on like witnessing all of humanity, um, show up online all of a sudden, you know, like you're just seeing every human, um, sharing and talking and, you know, working through things. Okay, so I had like 10 more minutes recorded, or I thought I did, but it looks like it didn't record. So, um, (laughs) that's annoying. But where it cut me off was, yeah, basically noticing how now that like everybody is stuck home and like showing up online a lot more, like all of humanity is suddenly just like online talking and sharing and Um, I think I'm getting the sense that each one of us is kind of tapping into our own individual voices and understanding what our own inner truth is. And maybe this is the first step toward all of us kind of embodying that truth and living it. And I think only good things will come of that. Um, so that's my one like kind of hopeful optimistic perspective to share about all this that I'm receiving. Um, I'm just seeing a lot of people show up and kind of just like really be themselves, <laughs> like really showing their true colors. And um, cause like, why the fuck not? Right. So that's a good thing. That's a, that's a nice thing. The whole planet is going through like this existential crisis and you know, what, why are we here? What do we do? And that's what we do that's what we do. We be ourselves. We own our truth. We offer compassion. We give, we serve, we love each other. That's what we do. Um, so I think that's what the planet's trying to teach us. Um, so I'll end it there. Um, I don't remember how I, (laughs) what else got, um, deleted from the recording, but, um, I miss you guys a lot and I miss 
adult interaction. So please hang out with me online. (laughs) I think I'm begging you, please. If you have something I should watch, something I should listen to, something I should cook, like send it to me and I'll do it. Um, My husband is working all day. Um, He's in his home office. He's home, but he's working and I'm with the kids all day and, you know, I don't get any adult interaction. (laughs) I don't have anyone to talk to. So hang out with me on the internet. Otherwise I've just been like obsessed with TikTok all of a sudden. Like if nothing else, the millennials are getting on TikTok like it's our job now and we're just like loving it. So much fun stuff to look at there. So I've been scrolling that all day long. Um, Obviously I've been watching Tiger King like everyone else and it's what a gift. And, um, and you know, watching The Office over and over and over again, listening to The Office podcast. Scrubs just came out with the rewatch podcast and you all know how fucking obsessed I am with Scrubs and Zach Braff. Um, So those have just been the things I've been doing to kind of keep my mind off of stuff. But if you have other suggestions, let me know. And if there's like any idea you have as to how I can create content that is more valuable to you right now and serves you better, um, I want to use this platform the best way I can. So any ideas are welcome. And that's about it for me. So stay tuned to see what I do next week because I'm totally not sure. But um, otherwise, I'll just be hanging out on Instagram and Facebook and keeping in touch with you guys there. So I hope that you're home. I hope that you're doing well. Um, I don't know if this is part of the stuff that got deleted or not. So I'm going to say it one more time Um, that I need to say how grateful I am to all of the people who are risking their lives and risking their families' lives and going to work in the hospitals. They are doing the impossible. They are witnessing something that nobody, and especially nobody in this country, ever imagined would happen. And they are doing it with such grace and such courage. And they are going to go down in history as heroes. You know, they will be spoken about and revered forever. Um, And the same goes for those people that are just keeping the country running, the people working at grocery stores, the people working at pharmacies, gas stations, those delivering food and Amazon packages, like they're keeping us afloat and they deserve everything right now. So thank you. Thank you a million times to all of you. And for those of us who are in the very fortunate position to be safe and at home with our families, that's the greatest service we can provide right now. I know that I feel a little helpless feeling like I can't do more. I can't offer more like help, but then I remember that that's the greatest help I can offer right now is just staying home, staying home and keeping a good attitude and teaching my kids and my family to keep that good attitude and reminding them how lucky we are and that this is a small act of service that we can do compared to what others are are doing right now. So if that's, if you're in that same boat with me, thank you, um, for doing that. Um, that's it for me guys. I'll see you next week. Hang out with me online. If you haven't already, you can leave a review, rate the show, some stars and share the podcast with your friends. Like I know everyone has more time, so they can just throw their earbuds in, listen to the, some of the past episodes. They're really, really good. And yeah, just recommend it to to friends who are looking for new content to consume during all of this. And I'll see you next week.
I love you so much. Bye. All right, perfect people. I hope you enjoyed listening to this conversation as much as I enjoyed having it. If you want to continue the conversation, you can find us on Instagram at Perfect Podcast. That's P-E-R-F-C-K-E-D podcast. And if you're into the show as much as I am and know other people who should be doing this thing with us, Pixar didn't happen. Make sure to screenshot this episode inside your podcast app and share it on Instagram, making sure to tag us. And if you want to take it a step further and make this relationship Facebook official, you can join our private Perfect People Facebook group where we hang out with strangers on the internet. You down? Cool. Hit subscribe, leave a review, tell your friends, and tune in next week for another conversation with a real person talking about real life in real time. Same time next week? Cool. See you then. Later.